Hello, and welcome to the Do You Podcast. Buckle up, because you're about to go on an adventure. An adventure to unlock your potential and change the direction of your life. I present to you, your host, Vera Stepina. Hello, and welcome back to the Do You Podcast. I'm your host, Vera Stepina, and today I want to talk about something that I feel like is discussed on the social media a lot, and I want to talk about positivity. And you know how every coach out there in every corner recommends that you need to practice positive thinking and you need to practice positive affirmations. And so I'm here to tell you that I actually believe it's a scam. And a lot of times trying to think positively, a lot of times you can actually get you in more trouble rather than acknowledging some of your thoughts that might be negative, sitting with them and processing them in a different way. So how can positive thinking affect you in a negative way? Well, number one, it can, you know, it's unrealistic and it can be very unsustainable. For example, if, you know, a lot of times we have dreams and if you simply just believe in your dreams and you think that good things are going to come your way, yes, all of that is good until you actually your shit because if you're living in a shed and you are not working and you're not doing any you're not taking any steps to learn something new or you know acquire a new skill just thinking positively about how all of your dreams are going to come true about how you're going to live in a mansion and you're going to have a million dollars none of that is going to happen so the reality is that you need to face your shit and you need to understand that what is real and what is not and positive thinking is not going to help you do any of that Number two, it can actually cause loss of some valuable emotion. A lot of times we hear so much about how positive thinking can help you acknowledge those emotions, but let's think about some negative emotions. And I'm actually going to share some of my experience years back. I don't know, six, seven, eight years ago, I was working for someone, not going to bring any names, and we had more of a personal conflict. And what ended up happening, both of us were right. Both of us made mistakes, but essentially what happened, I got fired and I got fired over an email. And what happened, I got so mad and I got so angry. I decided to, there were a lot of negative emotions that I was experiencing in a moment. And those emotions actually led me, being aware of those emotions and understanding what's happening behind them, led me to take a very big step in my life and starting my own business. And here we are so many years later, and I have a very successful growing business. And that started with a very negative emotion and not a positive one. Another way why it can bite you in the ass is you can experience loss of valuable lessons. Again, we so often, we take some relationships in a very particular way. And instead of focusing on understanding what went wrong, we just focus on a positive. For example, I had this and I failed, but I'm still alive so I can keep moving forward, which is, yes, a fact. However, if you don't acknowledge all of the negatives and you don't become aware of more of your negative thoughts and what went wrong, a lot of times we just don't learn the lesson and we keep running in circles versus moving in the upward motion. We end up running in circles and go back to the same conclusion time after time after time, because we simply haven't learned a lesson because we were simply too positive. Another way you can lose some valuable support. And so that I see a lot is 
as women, I'm just going to talk specifically about women because I am a woman. And so I can resonate a little bit better with women, especially those that are moms, especially those that have full-time jobs is we lot on our shoulders. And again, so don't get me wrong. I'm not talking that you don't have a lot on your shoulders. If you're not a working mom, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that from my perspective, we have a lot of responsibilities. We have, you know, so many things that we need control of that a lot of times we don't have any other option than to be like okay everything is going to be fine I'm fine and we say those things and you know we expect people to know that we need help but the reality is people don't know you need help until you tell them so you can't just expect people to understand or assume that you are struggling so by hiding those negatives not expressing them you end up maybe cutting yourself short from getting that valuable support from your family, your friends, and even taking advantage of social media and simply ask for help. Because I'm sure there are a lot of people that can help you in one way or another, but because we are so forced to stay positive at all times, people are like, well, I assume she's doing great. She doesn't need any help. So I'm just not going to offer any. So don't deprive yourself of valuable support if you need any help. A lot of times it's just very helpful to express your negative emotions and feelings and simply ask for help because help is out there. Another one, and again, this can be very personal, but have you have you met a person that is so extremely because they're so positive? And you were like, you're like, Susie, you know what? I'm so glad that shit is going so well for you, but it's not going so well for me. So how about you just shut up and stop talking? And Again, like I said, positive thinking can be very toxic in different ways because a lot of times we just say things in a positive way, but we don't truly believe in it. And I don't necessarily believe in this whole fake it till you make it strategy because when you say positive things that you don't believe in, for example, I'm standing in front of the mirror and I am... I don't know. I'm going to make an extreme example. Okay. I'm standing in front of the mirror and I weigh 400 pounds and I tell myself I'm strong and beautiful and healthy, right? Positive affirmation. But inside, I know this is not true because there's no evidence that I've never experienced the feeling of being strong. I've never experienced the feeling of being healthy, or I don't remember what it feels like. So when we say things like that, we create this inner conflict within ourselves and our brain simply doesn't want to believe in those things. So what we say on the outside doesn't match with what we feel on the inside. And so essentially this conflict is going to grow and it's going to break out in some in some event that you're probably not going to be very happy about. So when we're talking about positive thinking and positive affirmations, I always recommend that we need to be more aware of the thoughts that we have going through our head and filter them through, you know, filter them in a way that what is a fact and what is a feeling and just getting to the point where you actually observe those thoughts. It's not an easy skill. It is a skill that can be developed again, like with everything that I talk about, everything that you want to get, you're probably going to have to put some or a lot of work towards. So this is something that has to be acknowledged very consciously and with intention so that you can develop that skill. And I'll talk about it just in a second, but I wanted to just provide you with some other outcomes, results, focusing too much on positive thinking. When you are thinking too positively, a lot of 
you can be prepared for hard times. For example, if you have a job interview and deep inside, you're so confident, you're like, I got this, I'm going to go and get a job, but you don't necessarily have a plan for what happens if you don't get accepted or if you get rejected, like you show up and there are another 200 candidates and you're always telling you that you are great and you're prepared and you're the best candidate, but you don't get chosen. You get super disappointed. If you want to listen to an episode about disappointment, you can go back to my podcast episodes. And I have talked about disappointment previously, but essentially this is, this can cause a lot of negative emotions that we're silly. We're simply just not capable of dealing with. So understanding that thinking about worst case scenarios is not necessarily a bad thing. Thinking about other options and thinking about different outcomes that can happen without focusing too much about what ifs, but being prepared for the hard time can be a very helpful skill as well in your life. Another is being too positive is not really good for your health in general, because optimistic and very happy people and overly optimistic people, they actually tend to be motivated in a variety of domains. But there is an important exception to that rule when it comes to taking action to protect our health. We're not very good at doing that. And negativity actually tends to be more motivating. And even from my experience with dealing with, you know, different kind of clients and different health conditions, a person that has been diagnosed with diabetes, more motivated to make a change in their life versus somebody who is 150 pounds overweight, but generally healthy, they're not very motivated to make any changes because they're positive about their outcome. Because right now they're healthy. And they're not thinking about, but what's going to happen in 10 years? Because, you know, as humans, we, it's hard for us to think about something that is in the future. And we always like to think about, you know, I'm just going to do that tomorrow, or I'll take care of it when the time comes to our health. Preventative measures are so much more important. And by being overly positive, and happy about your health in particular, we actually make a lot of mistakes. And we miss that time when the steps needed to be taken. So like I said, you need to always think critically about how to prevent those outcomes, those outcomes versus waiting for them to happen. So acknowledging some of the negative thinking here is not a bad thing. It can be really bad for your loved one, for your love life as well. And it's very interesting because there's some research on successful and not so successful marriages. And they find that those are is a lot better for long-term relationships versus than just unbridled positivity. And positivity can be especially treacherous in troubled relationships, you know, specifically when we only focus on everything that is positive on relationship, we don't think about maybe checking in with our partner or communicating about other things that should be communicated on. And I can even give you you know, a little example from my own relationships is sometimes positivity can lead to a big lack of communication, which can result in not so happy outcome. Attention to that as well. And thinking, just thinking positive is not always the best thing. And again, like I said, in terms of health in general, but also being overly positive can be actually a marker of poor mental health, which is very interesting. I hadn't really thought about it until I ran into some research about if overly positive people 
can it can actually be a symptom of some mania disorders, which is very interesting. I thought, but people that strive for happiness, uh, they a lot of times set themselves up for failure and often end up even more miserable than their less happiness obsessed peers. And they also tend to be well lonelier and more at greater risk for both maniac episodes and depression, which again, it sounds kind of counterintuitive, but that's what the research suggests. And overall, you know, when we talk about research on positivity in general, in both sides on thinking and, you know, not practicing positive thinking, the conclusion in general is that it's timing and moderation is everything. Should you focus on things that are going great for you in life? Absolutely. Should you overlook all of the things that are happening in your life, in your head? No, that's not beneficial at all. And now I want to touch a little bit more on, again, positive affirmations, kind of like I mentioned previously, when we tend to focus too much on positive affirmations, we just, a lot of times it's a symptom of just not just not being able to face our reality and face our shit that is not going so well. And why that happens is, like I said previously in some of my previous episodes, our brains essentially, they're wired to think negatively. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just how it works. Okay. If you think about, you know, our ancestors, we had to always be ready for go hungry, go cold, have no roof over a house, I don't know, potentially be running for our life and all of those things. So our brain always had to be ready with all of those scenarios so that we can be prepared and so that we can, you know, stay alive. And those times are over, but our brains just have evolved, you know, into thinking this way. And although we're not faced with all of those dangers anymore, the mechanism for the brain is still essentially the same. But what we can do And what a lot of people actually overlook is that you can practice being aware of the thoughts that go through your head, negative and positive, and not trying to any of them, okay? Uh, For some people, I mean, there are different practices. There are so many different ways in how you can do that. Some people really enjoy doing meditation. People enjoy doing guided breath work. Some people enjoy being in nature. And just being able with yourself, but essentially uh, putting yourself in a situation where you can observe your thoughts without trying to get rid of them. That is something that that's what you want to practice to be able to, I don't want to say be in control because you can't really be in control of your thinking, your thoughts and your brain in general, but so that you can manage in a way that it's more beneficial for you. There is a really cool exercise that I have tried myself and really worked well for me. I really struggle with doing meditation because when I started doing meditation, for some reason, I thought that the goal, you know, the desired outcome for meditation would be to not think, but that's essentially not the idea. The outcome is that you can observe your thoughts without having to react on them and without assigning any specific labels to them. And the really cool exercise that really helped me because I'm more of a, I guess, visual learner is put yourself in a room where it's quiet and you don't have any other noises, other sounds and and close your eyes and imagine that there is a river in front of you and there are a lot of leaves on the river and the stream is going down. Watch that 
happens. And once you notice a thought going through your head, whether it's a positive thought or maybe negative thought, whatever it is, whether you're thinking about, I forgot to pay my electric bill or it smells nice or anything, any thought that you have in your head, you put that thought in the way of a message on that leaf and you allow it to go down. So you essentially watch your thoughts come and go. And it was very difficult for me in the beginning. I have a lot of things going through my head at all times, but eventually I got to the point where I was able to catch those thoughts as they go through my head and simply take them out and put them on a leaf and watch them go down the stream. And you want to start with something like five minutes and maybe take it to 15 minutes. And again, it's very similar to meditation in a way. It's just not called meditation. And I just look at it from a standpoint of, I want to clear my head and I want to allow myself to move forward by being able to observe everything that's happening in my head. So negative thoughts, positive thoughts, you just put them on a leaf and you watch them go down the stream. And you'll be surprised at how well that works. While when you learn how to be able to notice those thoughts, a lot of different thoughts going through our head on a daily basis, hourly basis, every single minute. And the research suggests that we don't know 90% of those thoughts. So being able to sit in silence and actually watch those thoughts go through your head, you'd be like, what the hell is happening here? But it is a very, very empowering exercise that can help you clear your head and not focusing on something that you have to create. You know, again, with so much so much pressure from social media and so many messages on how you need to think positively and how you need to practice these positive affirmations and you need to avoid all of the negativity. I don't believe that's helpful because for all of the reasons that I already mentioned above, but for the most, for the most part, just finding that balance. I don't really like that word balance in general, but finding that fine line between being able to face the reality, being able to understand what's going great for you in your life and also being able gratitude. I think it's just so much more important than practicing positive thinking, because if you look around and you start paying attention to all the little things that you have in your life, and I'm not talking about, I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my job, like all of those things, but just being able to be grateful for things that you didn't have five years ago and you have now and learning how to be grateful for them every single that is probably going to be way more helpful for you than practicing positive affirmations such as I'm a queen and I'm strong and I'm capable and all of those things. Because if you don't believe in it to begin with, I don't believe that you can truly make yourself be that you're saying that you are. And again, a lot of times we practice positive affirmations, but we don't back it up with any action. And this is a very critical step. Again, if you are just believing, but you're not acting, then you're just going to keep believing for the rest of your life. But, you know, nothing is going to fall on your head and nothing is going to happen to you. Because even with the opportunities, they may present themselves. But if you don't take it, if you're not capable of taking them, then they're just going to keep passing through times you're not even noticing them. So I hope this is helpful and I hope that maybe it helps some of you clear some of that confusion. So don't feel pressured into thinking, do become aware of your negative thoughts, do become aware of your negative feelings, face them, sit with them, acknowledge them, observe them. 
and figure your way out to better life because better life is out there for you. Gotta come and take it. We thank you for listening and hope that our show helped you look deeper into your life and see how many opportunities you have right now to change the direction of your life. Please remember to subscribe, rate the show, and share on your social media with hashtags Do You by Vera, SD Transformation Coaching, and From Broken to Unbreakable. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>